0: News Radio 1070 WKOK presents On The Mark. It's a chance to voice your opinion on the events that affect life in the Susquehanna Valley. Call 1-800-795-9565 or email onthemark at wkok.com. Now, here are your hosts for On The Mark, Mark Lawrence and Joe McGranahan.
1: And so you're going to say greetings. Good morning, everyone, again. Uh, How about, hi, everybody. It's great to have you with us today. Here. All right. Let's see here. 832 and 906. On the Mark is sponsored by the Sunbury Motor Company. Check them out at www.sunburymotors.com. Our toll-free line is open. Call us at 1-800-795-9565. Email us at at onthemarkatwkok.com. And since Mark Lawrence has figured out how to run the text program, you can text us at 70236. But be sure to include the very first words, OTM, at the start of your email or your text, or it won't come through to us. That's 70236. The program is brought to you by the Sunbury Motor Company. North 4th Street in Sunbury, Routes 11 and 15 in Hummels Wharf. They invite you to visit the quick lane on North 4th Street in Sunbury where they specialize in all types of service on vehicles, state inspection and nitrogen for tires and they're open Monday through Friday, 6.30 a.m. till 6 p.m. <laughs> and Saturday 6.30 a.m. till 2 p.m. Yes, I could. Your slurping came across beautifully. Sorry. And let's see, Deep I'm on. I'm Joe McGranahan. Congenial no co-host correct. of the program, mayor uh, of the borough of dam, volcanic fame, eruption, Hester. eruptions, or whatever you say it is. I do, and across from me is Mark Lawrence, noted liberal lefty, if there ever was one, uh, fine guy. Uh, let's see what else. Come oh, up. Strikingly yes, handsome. Thank yes, you. indeed. And thank welcome you. on board the program this morning. All right, one eight hundred. Good to have you here. And our producer, our fabulous producer. <laughs> Jeez. What's his name again? Mr. Rob Setter. Rob Setter. All right. You remembered. Okay. I, is, without the sheet, I didn't know whether you
2: could recall. He's the fabulist. So we appreciate his help and hard work. Yes, as long as you've oh, got it He's started. not
1: having fabulosity anymore. You use he that word. He does enjoy today.
2: fabulosity, <laughs> actually. Yeah, it's, it's the moving forward of fabulousness. It's the progress of fabulousness.
1: It's ongoing fabulousness, yep, right? He's okay. got it. All right. He, he, he flaunts it, too. he's walks All right, up the we're, hall. We're done with this. We're going to pick off salute. Tom if we keep talking been. Hey, we
2: invite you to visit the quick lane on North 4th Street in Sunbury. That's where the Sunbury Motor Company specializes in all types of service on vehicles: state inspections, alignments, body work, uh, parts department, nitrogen for tires. They even got a car wash. They're open Monday through Friday, 6.30 a.m. to 6 p.m. and Saturday, 6.30 a.m. to 2 p.m. Do as I've done. Take your car there and say, it's got a knock or a ping or the inspection sticker expired months ago and you finally got stopped or uh, that there is an opportunity for you to enhance the car. Do a trip check. you got a road trip planned to the shore this weekend. Get the Sunbury Motor Company to check it out ahead of time. There's no guarantee that they'll find something that might go wrong on the trip, but they what they will do is find anything that they know is wearing out, uh, time for replacement, uh, needs uh, opportunity to tune it up, you name it. They'll take good
1: care of it. At the Sunbury Motor Company, start that visit out at sunburymotors.com. Well, we need to talk about President Biden's lackluster performance at the what? Summit yesterday, but we have a caller this morning waiting to get going. Oh I forgot to put Mike on the air From right Bloomsburg, way. Mike, you're on the mark.
3: Hey, good morning, man. Took my grandson down to Knoble's yesterday. It's, he's six years old, and he begged to go in the House of Horrors. And I, you know, I didn't know what I was in
1: for. Oh, I love that but, place. <laughs> it's my favorite <laughs> so, ride well, there.
3: <laughs> I woke up this morning, and his face imprint was still showing on my chest, where his face <laughs> was buried in there and hanging on for dear life. The horn? After I oh no everything I mean, the the, the skull that came out of the out of the wall into your face i mean it was i didn't like it myself but let me tell you what i the house of horrors showed up on my tv screen this morning when i heard about joe biden uh laying down the law to putin and now this is this is the take that i heard that joe biden laid down the 16 critical infrastructure project or infrastructure things that are vulnerable and Russia has to lay off them. They
1: can't attack them. Now, is that what he said? That's what he said, and that, uh, that, of course, leaves everything else free to attack by the Russians. I would have said, you attack any more thing in our country and we're coming after you.
3: Well, I, I, like, <laughs> I like to make the analogy to football, to everything else in life. That would be akin to like, my team and, and my left guard, or my you know, my left tackle was uh, had a hamstring injury and couldn't play as well as he could but we couldn't put the backup in anyway and we would tell the other team hey listen my my left guard's not 100% so how about concentrating your rush over on the other side of the line of scrimmage because my left guard he just he's vulnerable okay i mean that is how ridiculous it is and i think if you know everyday americans look at what this biden administration is doing and it doesn't matter and every you know every bad idea has a home in the Biden administration. They tell the immigrants uh, the border's closed. Yet 180 thousand people were apprehended in May alone. So if 183 thousand were apprehended, how many went through without being apprehended? So you know, let let's just give it conservative and say 200 thousand. That's an, that's an annual rate of 2.4 million people coming across the border, and 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 it's it's unsustainable. And why it's being allowed, I don't know. But like I said, every bad idea has a home in the Biden administration. And and that's how I
1: see these people. Well, I must admit that the the mainstream media is just literally drooling over how wonderful Joe Biden was. And I thought, wait wait a minute. This guy went over there and he told him there are 16 things that you can't touch. But go ahead and go ahead and mess with everybody else. You know, what if it's your hospital that's not on the list? And I understand what was on the list wasn't anything about elections. I may be wrong about that, but I heard somebody this morning, I thought, on uh, either Fox or CNN, saying that there was nothing about interfering with our elections in that group.
3: No, because uh, Russia is very happy to see Joe Biden take office and not Donald Trump. <laughs> so, yeah, yeah. I, I think Joe's happy for all the help he can get from anywhere. And, and I, I mean, I, I'm really, I'm really disgusted. I had a friend that is not political at all, and he watches TV. His wife watches TV, and they they switch back and forth. And he said to me, he hasn't paid attention in years, but he started with this last election. And he said to me, he said, this is unbelievable. He said, it seems like the mainstream media is doing and saying everything they can to prop Biden up and make him look good and prevent him from looking bad. When the reverse was completely the opposite, when Trump was uh, running for office last year, he said, he goes, it doesn't seem fair. You know, so I don't know. I, well, I President, to, pre- ahead,
2: President Trump did do a terrible job in almost everything he touched, although he did do a couple of things satisfactory. Oh, right. And President Biden did a fantastic job yesterday in, in <laughs> Geneva. So I think yeah, I have Mark, just the opposite You should use. be
3: trying out for CBS <laughs> Nightly News, I'm telling you. No, <laughs> I, I, I exactly the home of, you
2: here not you I am just oh, kidding Lordy. you, Mike. I'm just kidding. The you. home of original reporting. He's making this stuff up. Obviously, President yeah. Trump satisfactory. You know, did a satisfactory job internationally, and some some of the world leaders chose to laugh at him, and that's that's their their loss. But um, well, he but, but, made a mistake too, and you know, in, in siding with uh, Russia rather let than just okay. Let me finish. I, I just think that, that President Biden did okay yesterday. I'd give him a B, you know, B minus probably for his uh, performance there. If in fact he didn't mention the election meddling at all, even though, obviously, it, uh, you know, benefited him. That's completely wrong. But I, I just think that y- you go in there with an agenda, you go in there with your key people, you lay out a slate of things you want to work on. I think he laid down the law that, uh, you know, we are not doing what we could be doing, and that's starting an escalation of hacking and cyber worse. Obviously, we've been a terrible victim of some things that weren't necessarily Russian sponsored, but certainly Russian, uh, what would you say, uh, condoned and so, th- you know, that's terrible for us. But now we know what they're capable of. And the president uh, probably outlined it with specifically what we're capable of. So I think he did okay. I-, I don't think he's a great president. I was very surprised when Vladimir Putin didn't call him out for being frail or elderly or incapable or not being, you know, as sharp as he used to be. I really expected him to do that. He did outline, you know he, you know, sort of the Russian view of things without saying anything about President Biden as a person and so I was a little surprised at that but I thought Biden did satisfactorily he certainly did as best as he can
1: well he you called know. he called Putin what a murderer uh, earlier said he killed people you know how do you how do you have a, a warm and fuzzy relationship with somebody you're calling a killer I'm just curious
3: <laughs> exactly but you know the one thing that that, that I just heard was that when uh, Biden got on Putin about the hacking, Biden, after the fact, says, well, we don't do that stuff. That's you guys that do that, not us. So, you know, and then the the Russian uh, pipeline where all the greenhouse gas emitting stuff is going to be shipped to Germany for Marx, that wasn't mentioned at all. But, Mark, let me just ask you this. If the same thing would have happened, if this scenario would have played out exactly the same and Trump was there instead of Biden, don't you think that the mainstream media that we had would have been finding every little thing to criticize about Trump and his performance and how he was sucking up and kissing, you know, the butt over there of Putin. Don't you believe that or not?
2: Well, yeah, I think that's uh, that, that's our fate, you know, and that's not only what the media is doing, but that's the way we hear things. So, uh, and that did happen, you know. President B- Putin and uh, President um, Trump did meet together, and afterward, it was yo, uh, you know, was. Uh, <laughs> Donald Trump is handing away the nation to our arch enemy, and you know allowed him to lie to his face and so on.
1: Oh, you forgot the part about he's dumping you know, on our some, allies.
2: Right. So, <laughs> well, yeah. Okay. So, um, yeah, that, that, that's that's our fate. That's no big revelation. No, the media hasn't turned itself around overnight. I noticed that, so I think we're still the same as we were
1: last year or the year before. And President did you hear Trump him come down on CNN for not asking positive questions? Well, we certainly, <laughs> it was certainly, President Trump uh, made it. Uh,
2: uh, sort of push the media to the far right. You know, it was funny because at Bucknell University, Anderson Cooper was there four years ago and says, well, we try to be objective. You know, we we try to, to make it look like we don't support the right. But many of our reporters are in fact, you know, sort of liberal. But we do try to be objective. Well, guess what? When President Trump took office, guess what went out the window? Objectivity. <laughs> they got rid yeah. of that. So, yep, so, really so Mike, I think you're right. I think the media definitely is uh, fawning all over the president. I, You know, if you wanted to be just a common-sense, reasonable view, which, you know, none of us could actually take. Uh, I, I think the president did satisfactorily. I think you can say that, you know, it is possible some of this will be a good start. But, uh, and, and now Putin knows what the U.S. is capable of, you know, so... No, he doesn't. We don't want to... He would oh, know what know. we
1: were capable of if we had actually demonstrated oh, our okay, ability to, to, to flash the okay. lights at the well, Pentagon that's a good or at opinion. the Kremlin. Well, All right, but Mike, we let us run that. Up. Yeah, go ahead, Mike.
3: Okay, to me... It, Biden and the Democrats are like little kids. You don't listen to what they're saying. You watch their feet and the direction they're going. And to me, you know, Biden—he allowed this pipeline to go through. That's going to give Russia lots of money. It's going to create greenhouse gases, and that was allowed to stand. And I think you could just go down the list of everything that Biden's doing. They're saying one thing, and their feet are showing something different. And and that's that's where I stand on this administration. I don't I don't think they're good. I don't think it's going to end well, and that's what I got.
2: And they're not capable of anything good, correct?
1: Well, Well, they're they're, capable,
3: capable, but their goals do not match American free market capitalism, democracy, and and freedom. Their their goals are different. Right now, Biden is aligned with the far left, the people that want, you know, basically— one-party rule, socialism, and all that stuff. And that's the direction the feet are moving. I don't care what he says, but the feet are moving in the direction that the far left wants.
4: All right.
2: Thank you so much for the call, Mike. Appreciate right, thanks, Mike. great analysis. We'll You're take right. it. one 800 you got a different view on what happened. Let us know. One of our texters did. Um, Unfortunately, um, it got cut yes. off. So here's what we have to do. This is from Stan. Uh, after you say past presidential norms that the blank. <laughs> send that part again. I hate to be so From elementary. me, that the, because well, we don't have that after that. Norm's that the. Well, it's a capital I. I can't imagine what it is. But anyway, so send that second part again. We only got 140 characters, but three of which are taken up by the OTM and then the space. So, uh, please stand. send the rest of your text, if you will, and we'll read what we got when we come back. We got a call coming in, so we'll take the break immediately. We'd love to hear your view on the Vladimir Putin president joe biden conversation yesterday uh, we've uh, layered on to that the media's reaction to it and maybe analysts reaction to it and uh, joe who says it was completely unsatisfactory in every way uh, will get his elaboration on that when we come back Call us now, 1-800-795-9565.
5: When it comes to car buying, there's the other guy's way, and then there's the SMC way. The other guys force you into a vehicle you really don't want. The Subway Motors way lets you take the time you need to browse, ask questions, and take the test drive and think on it. For over one hundred years, the Mertz family and all their employees have made your experience the most pleasant one you'll ever have. The other guys won't offer you the best price for your trade, no matter how much they say they will. The SMC way is their promise to provide you with the most money, the most money market shows your vehicle's worth.
2: All right, welcome back to the KOK Live Telephone Talk Show on the mark. 1-800-795-9565 is our telephone number. Let's get our caller going, and then uh, we'll continue our conversation. Good morning, sir. You're on the mark. We're enjoying nearly open phones.
6: Uh, Yes, uh, Mark and Joe. Uh, Good morning, everyone. I wanted to comment on the uh, school district's Uh, decision to I'm going to say furlough the workers Um, I don't okay now we went to the meeting uh, a couple weeks ago with these signs you know (laughs) petitions on behalf of the workers and you know that you know to at least show an interest that we as a community were behind them Uh, but the thing is um, uh, as as far as their contract and their separate contract or whatever it's still I mean, I'm, I'm still questioning their decision and how they made it.
1: Okay. Well, yeah, I guess, uh, well, obviously... Well, they okay. made it right out in the open. They explained yeah, that it was a money issue.
6: Yes, great. yes.
1: So and what that, is it? What is it you don't understand? I talked to
6: some of the workers that have been with them for years, and, that, and they, they said that was one of the main things. But then with their health benefits and everything else, but uh, uh, the thing is, they have a separate u- a separate union versus the teachers' union, and that I don't understand.
1: Well, they're not teachers. They have there there are many organizations that have more than one bargaining unit, and the school district is just one of them
6: okay okay, but I, I, I don't think they made the uh, the best as far as keeping the employees the, the faithful employees that have been around a long time and that uh, of course then outsourcing and uh, of course looking at the financial aspect of it. And if that was the main reason, that's—I don't know. I just don't feel that that's a good reason to make huh. that decision.
1: It's a tough. It's a tough one because they haven't, the school board has an obligation to the taxpayers to right. keep the costs as low as they possibly can and get the same quality service. and get service. the same quality service. Yeah, if they can do it. But you know, it—you're you, always going to have some kind of a trade-off, Bob.
6: Yeah, I understand that and that, but what, but at the expense of the stu- at, at, at the expense of the students. That, well, how, uh, are, how, are are this,
1: how are this? I'm not certain I understand how the students are adversely impacted by secretaries. I understand the cafeteria workers and things like that, and God knows these people develop great relationships with the kids, so the social aspect certainly would hurt. But, I mean, I don't see that they've actually compromised the education of children. Well, Do you the think same they workers are, could come back, so right. we have an actually... They can all apply for their jobs, but, again, that's going to be in, involving the loss of money and income which is regrettable. I mean, it's very sad, really, the whole way around.
6: All right, thank you very much. Thank right, you. Yeah,
1: thank you. Yeah, we can talk about Shikalemi if you so choose.
2: 1-800-795-9565, as long as we are on that topic. One of our good listeners did send us a note.
1: Okay, it says, Shikalimi had the money to hire an assistant superintendent. You might want to check what other school districts have an assistant superintendent, but can't afford support aids, etc. Dr. Mary Murphy Kahn was named assistant superintendent of the Shikalemi School District after the board of directors voted unanimously on Thursday night. She's been serving as vice principal of the high school from 2011 to 2013 till she became the middle school principal that same year. And of course, she's going to earn a salary of $115,000 per year. Okay. So. Well, I think the uh, – I wouldn't want to be on a school board. <laughs> no, it's a tough job. It really so. is. And it's uh, sometimes it's a no-win situation. But th- as I read the story this morning, there were three people, three directors who voted against making the change, mm-hmm. and the others voted for it. A- and it's sad. I mean, its I hate to see anybody lose their job. I really do. And apparently these are good, hard workers who've been with the district, many of them, for, for quite some period of time. And it's sad that they're going to be – Unemployed, uh, mm-hmm. Unless, of course, they can seek to get their jobs back through this outside company. I was more intrigued by the fact that the newspaper reported this morning that uh, apparently the representative of this company that's going to get the outsourced jobs mm-hmm. uh, was at the meeting, and someone asked him for a comment, and he denied he was with that company. Oh, but he and, was with the company, right? And uh, somebody mm. in the school board said we don't know why he <laughs> misled them. Maybe he's not permitted to speak on their behalf. But well, that he's may associated
2: be. with them. I mean, I'm, you know, I'm with Sunbury Broadcasting, but if the newspaper called about something important, well, it wasn't the
1: newspaper. Defer. I guess it was
2: the people. Somebody in the in the audience mm-hmm. asking him a question. Oh, okay. Well, still, I, I don't speak for Sunbury Broadcasting Corporation.
1: Well, then I would I wouldn't deny that I work for Sunbury Broadcasting <laughs> yeah, Corporation. Yeah, I, I, I would just I, say I I I'm not have. authorized to speak. <laughs> I do
2: not sit across with Joe McGran <laughs> or Ben Wright. Uh, I would never do that okay <laughs> all right well no that's good good points all I, I and I just think it's a no-win situation it's a tough thing this idea of outsourcing is being tried by school districts all over the country in order to get the same workers for the to, to get salary reductions to get some concessions from people you outsource it and then they have to take the if they want to continue to serve the district and they have to do so they get comparable benefits but not the same and lower pay
1: rates we know that to be true so, so and there's There's no guarantee they'll be hired. That's, of course, if they're hired. True. And and if they can actually save that amount of money, isn't it the school board's duty to save the taxpayers money when they can? Well, uh, yes. I, I say it's a hard decision. Right. I I'm yeah, glad I don't have to make it. Their but. goal is to
2: save money, but not at the expense of reducing the salaries of their employees who have put in years and years of faithful service and but love the kids. But if that's the only, if that's the only choice to him. cut the budget. Well, I'm sure it's not. Well, look, you have one, one administrator getting $114,000 a year and another one getting $15 an hour. What's up with that? I mean, you're obviously morbidly underpaying one of them and grotesquely overpaying another. What's right
1: about that? Well, I, I don't know. I First of all, your characterization of grossly overpaying somebody to be assistant superintendent uh, is assuming facts not in evidence. But, I don't know whether that's gross overpayment or not. I guarantee you, I don't know what the duties are. I don't know what the need doesn't is. doesn't matter.
2: Uh, over $100,000. Nobody So needs nobody should that. need that, huh? Nobody Absolutely should make not. that. Absolutely not. No, not in a, a school <laughs> district like Shikalemi. I think they should get dedicated people who are willing to work for the salaries that are
1: offered and do a great job. Well, then you just are defeating your own argument about the people that have been let go. You said they sh- should make do the job for the money that they're offered. You just said that about administrators, but you don't hold that same candle, that I'd, same foot to the fire for others.
2: Okay, but there's a huge difference that I'm shocked that you're missing. There's a huge difference between $15 an hour and dollars a hundred And there's also a huge difference a between
1: the n- amount of responsibilities that those those positions entail. Wouldn't you agree? $115,000 right. would tend to indicate a, a, a great 000. level of training and education needed and experience Okay, so twice the responsibility? Well, maybe five times the five responsibility. Times? Okay, maybe well, ten. That still I don't only know.
2: take you up to $90,000. Keep going. <laughs> I don't know, and I don't think you do either. Yeah. No, over $100,000. Nobody should be earning that in the districts. They're morbidly overpaying, and they're not
1: doing well, I'm sure the superintendent makes more than that. You think he's morbidly overpaid? I don't know what his salary is today. Well, I'm sure it's more than 115000 Well, it's 000. less than 200. I guarantee you that.
2: We're getting close to 200 in some of our neighboring districts. I just think that the, the salaries are ridiculous for the principals. And, um, you know, of course, h-
1: half the people get the summer off. So I just... What know. about the teachers? Are they morbidly overpaid, too? <laughs> They're in I'd the $60,000, 70000 price range. So. I'd have to look at
2: that. I don't really know. You know, I, the, the trouble is, is I know, some of the teachers and they know what an unbelievable job they did last year they're so resilient and resourceful it was ridiculous and they're just fantastic and they should all be proud that they got a good year in but you know this is why I would never want to be on a school board because I think it is a dilemma if you know the teachers you know what a job they're doing if you know these principals and the superintendent we get to interview Dr. Bendel from time to time so we know he's doing a, by all right. accounts a decent job
1: and so uh, but I think salaries well, some of the upper hard. salaries are too high If you're on a school board and and if you're in any kind of public position, even our borough, you have to weigh fixed costs that you can't control against costs that you can. And if you just allow salaries to keep going up and up and up and up, eventually you reach the point where you're going to have to cut the number of people you have on the staff in order to pay those who who have earned or merited the salaries they're now getting? So what would you because do? Because there's a finite amount of money that you can get from the taxpayers. Well, you can't just keep going back to the well and raising taxes either. So you you think Shigalami School District did the right thing yesterday? I'm not certain. I'm not in their shoes. I don't know. Okay. Um, the vote was six to three, I think it was. So I'm not at a seven to three. I forget which it, which what the total number of school directors is. But uh, obviously it wasn't. Uh, there wasn't unanimity of opinion as to what should be done. Some people thought they should do. It. Some people thought they shouldn't. Well, so I I'm not going to second-guess them. I'm friends with
2: some of the school board members, too. And <laughs> they are the smartest people, most well-meaning. There just is not a bone in their single body that would do anything that they thought would ever hurt
1: a student. Okay, well, that, that certainly is their first priority. Mm-hmm. But, you know, they have to make, when you have fixed costs and you have unfixed costs, what do you do about health care? You know, uh, there there is always a lot of resistance no to, healthcare. Em- to employees about contributing to their own health care. Yet it has to be done because the costs these days are just astronomical. All right. We are talking about the global implications
2: of the Shiklami school board vote last night, the Vladimir Putin-Joe Biden or the Joe Biden-Vladimir Putin
1: yeah. summit. And when we come back, we can talk about Juneteenth and a pair of parents suing the East Penn School District. What? This is WKOK Sunbury.
0: Mark Lawrence and Joe McGranahan.
2: Greetings. Welcome back. Double to KOK's live telephone talk show. On the mark, I'm Mark Lawrence. Mr. Joe's across from me. He is a Hall of Fame broadcaster. That's all you really need to know. Plus, he's papa to two great grand boys. And uh, he's just the luckiest man in the world, as near as I can tell. Rob Sanders, our fabulous producer. He's pretty darn lucky, too, in his own way. So we're very glad that he is on board. And I'm Mark Lawrence. (laughs) Subpar host uh, of the yeah, show. subpar. <laughs> and I play a liberal on the radio. I try to be a reasonable, common-sense kind of person on the yeah. radio, but, of course, oh, that's unfortunate, not everybody likes <laughs> that. So, All right, try harder, will you? Nine five six five is our telephone number. We'd love to hear from you. On the mark, sponsor by the Sunbury Motor Company. Do as I've done. Check them out at sunburymotors.com. You'll be uh, one of the hundreds of thousands of happy customers that have uh, gone through the turnstiles there. Our toll-free line now open, 1-800-795 five nine five six five is our telephone number you can email us at on the market or text us at seven zero two three six and it is uh, a tricky number because you have to put OTM if you send that text and you have to already be a member of our text connect system which we invite you to join by going to uh, WtK main web page so yes sign up for text connect we'd love to have you on board uh, we we are enjoying open phones, or nearly open phones, so you can call in on the topic of your selection. We talked a little bit about the Shiklami School Board decision uh, yesterday to adopt the process of hiring out with a uh, outside outsourcing the job of support work. Of course, that's been a, b- a tough decision, a big decision they had to make, and so they did make that decision last evening, so we can talk about that. Uh, we are talking about Vladimir Putin and Joe Biden and their summit, and some folks thought the president did a terrible job, and other folks thought he did okay. And uh, let's see. We can talk we about June. We have call
1: pending, too, and we have headlines to do yet. All right. So let's get into it here. Uh, Do
2: watch out for slight delays that are already occurring on the Veterans Memorial Bridge because of the bridge flushing that is underway. Even Joe doesn't know what that is, but it sounds uh, very invasive. So stay away from the flushing of uh, the Veterans Memorial Bridge. It's uh, slight delays there at this time. There's lane restrictions. Shikilami School Board Wednesday night, as we mentioned, voted to proceed with their half-million-dollar savings plan that involves furloughing 60-some support workers and hiring an outside company, ESS, to provide the support work. Uh, the district voted 6-3, to three, and you know, the outsource management company says it will allow all of the furloughed workers to reapply for their jobs back with lower pay and fewer benefits, cost-saving. taxes going up anyway, two mills since Shigalami. Regional Juneteenth celebration coming up this wi- this weekend at Williamsport's Brandon Park, the Lycoming Tri-County, NAACP, along with the Lewis Bergera Community Zone, says they are hosting the celebration Saturday. The theme is celebrating why or who. We Are. It starts out at the Freedom Road Cemetery near Lewisburg, or near Williamsport, then features a author of Black Smoke, African Americans, and the United States of Barbecue. We'll be there. You can see part of the schedule at WKOK.com. The poison pill was added to that takeout cocktails bill yesterday so that the governor would veto it, and he's going to.
4: In its original form, the bill would have made permanent the ability of bars and restaurants to sell mixed drinks to go for off-premises consumption. While they supported that, Governor Wolf and many Democratic lawmakers now oppose the bill after it was amended in the Senate to allow for liquor licensees to sell manufactured ready-to-drink cocktails in sealed containers. Senator Sharif Street is among them.
0: And allowing these
5: pre-contained mixed drinks to be sold will ultimately just shift business away from traditional bars and restaurants.
4: But Senator Mike Regan says the amendment
0: would substantially increase state revenue while also helping businesses. For the governor's office to claim that this provides quote no relief is at best disingenuous. The bill now goes to the House. Mark Sims, News Radio 1070 WKOK.
4: Some other
2: headlines briefly: WHTM reporting on a grassroots effort to reinvestigate Pennsylvania's election results brought about a hundred supporters to the state capitol Wednesday. The rallyers called for a forensic audit of the results of. Last year's election, similar to the one underway in Arizona, here's some incentive to get vaccinated. If you're off to Bloomsburg University this fall, students going to the university this fall could win a scholarship if they come back to campus or going to campus for the first time vaccinated. They're offering a limited number of scholarships: two $5,000 scholarships and ten $2,500 scholarships uh, for individuals. They'll use a lottery to determine this. I'm going to tell you this, but you won't hear it a lot lot of places today. The U.S. Justice Department has closed its investigation and dropped its pending lawsuit against John Bolton over claims that the publication of his tell-all book about his time in President Trump's national security advisor role disclosed classified information. The lawsuit was brought by Attorney General Bill Barr's Justice Department. Uh, They say no crime occurred there. And finally, the U.S. House of Representatives passed a bill to make June 19th a federal holiday called... Juneteenth. Are you happy now, Joe? Juneteenth is official. I'm happy that you finished. We have two calls hanging in Joseph, there. Joseph, sorry about the delay. Go right ahead. You're on the mark.
7: Yes, you just mentioned about uh, dear beloved president making another holiday, right? Right. And I wanted to call, uh, comment on that. The other day I didn't get to call any of we you talking about that, where they were...
4: Well,
1: he I didn't. I
7: think uh, was it the school board was canceling all holidays or something? Yes. Yeah. I'm in favor of that, uh... In fact, uh, my question is this. Why is it that this nation is not supposed to put one religion above another, right? And so these pagan old Christian holidays, Good Friday, Easter, Christmas, the, the government is off on those days. Everything shuts down. Why can't we have that for Muslim? Ramadan and, and the Buddhist holidays, that would only be fair, right? Right, those According are the, the great
2: institutional holdovers in the U.S. Pardon me? Those are the great institutional holdovers in the U.S.
7: But that's not right.
2: Nope.
7: Uh, no. And and furthermore, uh, if you check the word out, the etymology of holiday, it goes back to holy days, right? Yes. Yes. And these days are, are declared holy. Well, according to... The Almighty, he has his set days, but they don't correspond to Good Friday, Easter, Christmas, that's for sure. That's
1: that's another thing you brought up in the program before, but we're specifically talking about Juneteenth. What's your opinion on that? Why did you call about that? On what? Juneteenth, you said that was the subject line that you wanted to talk about, holidays, Juneteenth.
7: Yeah, Yeah, the holidays. Well, I'm just saying there are holidays that are to be celebrated that the Almighty put in place. And they are not Good Friday, Easter, and okay, Christmas. Okay. Right. Well, that they that, come from the Saturnalia. All right, Christmas, but, but, but that's Shabon. not a,
1: that's not our topic. That our topic that's same Joseph, way Joseph, Joseph. I, wish, I know you wish, can't you it. can't resist talking about this stuff, but that's <laughs> not our topic. Our topic, if we're going to discuss it, was Juneteenth and the school district that cut out the holidays. You know, and that's that's the relevant part. I w- I'm interested in knowing whether you think there should be another federal holiday or whether you're not whether not go ahead
7: i don't i don't think so
1: okay gotcha. i don't
7: observe <laughs> any of them in fact when i worked at boyarty's i told him i wouldn't take except the holiday pay and uh, they had a problem with that because uh, according to the uh, union and everything they had to give me that money you know what i mean
2: okay okay
7: and uh, i just told him like uh uh like he said here when he was talking about this subject the other day why not just make it i said if you want to give me the money just say hey you're going to give joseph a day off and with pay and i'll take that money (laughs) i have no problem accepting it but i cannot accept it it for a pagan or Christian holiday, which has demonic sources.
1: All right. Okay. Thank you.
2: Yeah, thanks okay, for calling. Thanks for calling. Yeah, appreciate the call. Stan, next up, we've been talking about Vladimir Putin, and you were very, 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 very unimpressed with President Biden.
8: <laughs> you think? <laughs> uh, and you were?
2: <laughs> oh, I wasn't very, 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 very <laughs> impressed, but uh, you know, I thought he did okay. Huh.
8: When he gets up in front of the news media and says, as usual, my, they gave me a list of who to call on first. Oh, did
2: he say that again? <laughs> he,
8: yes, he said oh that gosh. in front of in, in the news media.
2: The international, now, how Chris. Can,
8: uh, yeah, this guy can't even remember who he wants to talk to or why he wants to talk to. And if he doesn't have his little cue cards in front of him, he can't answer a question.
1: Yeah, and he has to call. He can't call in anybody who might ask a tough one. And I guess that's why he was so angry at CNN. They were supposed to be asking him puffball <laughs> questions, but they didn't.
2: <laughs> yeah, and if you don't know that, then you don't deserve to be calling on the mark, Stan. <laughs>
8: uh, it, it's freaking. I, I heard that. It was pathetic. You know. And as far as I heard, uh, a little clip from the news media yesterday. Praising and fawning over Biden, how he walked up to Putin and extended his hand, and had a uh, looked him in the eye and shook his hand, and Putin looked away. Well, actually, I seen the clip. He looked away towards the camera because they were snapping pictures. So he figured, hey, I'll look at the camera while Mr. Biden's, you know, shaking hands. But he also might have been chuckling at how weak Biden is too, because he did have a nice big smile on his face.
1: Yeah.
8: You know, it, it, it's pathetic. He goes into his meetings, has his little cue cards. Now, I can understand, you know, you, you want notes to, re, you know, keep your bullet points on. But, sure. you know, everything he does, he's got his little cue cards. Nothing comes out of his mind from memory.
1: Maybe he doesn't have much of a memory left.
8: <laughs> well, that, that's a whole other issue that we can't, you know, we can't discuss, because, you know, that's, that's just revolting. You I, I do not discuss think, that kind of stuff. I,
1: I think that he had the best of intentions. And, but I'm not certain that he exuded the kind of strength that I would like an American president to exude. Now, maybe Trump went a little further in the other direction. I don't know. But I, I don't think that President Biden looked tough, especially in not having a joint press conference, because he really did give Putin the stage. And Putin, uh, instead of acknowledging any responsibility for these cyber attacks, put it on us. You know, And, yeah, and, and mean, that went unchallenged because the president wasn't there to, to take him down a peg or two.
8: That's the, you know that's what they always got on Trump about oh he's violating presidential norms blah 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 and wasn't the presidential norms normally when they had these type of summits that the two leaders go out and have a joint press conference every time I've ever seen Trump do it they always had to you know with with. Uh, uh, Kim What's-His-Face in North Korea and can't she watch, watch and Biden <laughs> and, 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 and hey, Boris Yelts, uh, Johnson in, in England. Whoever he does, he was always having a joint press conference with him. Mm-hmm. So what, what, well, you're what's right. up with Biden? He's too weak that to, he can't handle it because well, he might get a question from a foreign press that he can't answer? What
1: he said was that he didn't want one one party to uh, try to outdo the other. But I think Putin did outdo <laughs> him when he had his own press conference and, and unchallenged labeled all these accusations at us.
8: Yeah, you know, I heard some, that I uh, guess what it is, ABC or NBC reporter asked him about, uh, what the heck? Is killing his political opponents or something like that, and he came back at him. Well, why why are you assassinating uh, Ashley Babbitt down there in the Capitol building? Why did your people assassinate her or something like that? Is basically they're, you know. I don't know the exact words, but it was something towards that. You know, they got back on the press and about them reporting that and not reporting that. The way it should be reported,
1: right? So,
4: so
8: yeah, it's just. Right. It's just, you know, total sign of weakness. Everything he went, you know, he gave away the farm and NATO, he's given away billions of dollars for COVID vaccines to the world. When, you know, we got enough debt here that we're just going to, you know, give it away, give it away. All right. Yeah, I've I seen the the, the Astra, was the, the Pfizer vaccine, I think, is the one he's given away. That was 30, 37-something per dose, and it's two doses. So it's about $70 per person.
1: I wondered get, about that, that and that doesn't that doesn't include the administration costs, or does it?
8: I don't know. I just went on, I went on, but, the, uh, on, on the online Stan. to Google it, and they went down through the costs. Per dose of the different vaccines. Stan, and I think Johnson Johnson was the cheapest. They didn't say anything about, you know, the, the people that have to give it and all that. What does that cost? Okay. That, you know, that may be extra.
2: Stan, you're forgetting something important, though, and that's for our great grandchildren, well, now our great, great, great grandchildren, money grows on trees. So, uh, you Does know, it? yes, Washington.
5: Where can,
8: I, where can I find which nursery can I find one of those trees at,
2: Mark? Well, you have to, to contact. They all grow in Washington. You have to contact your great, <laughs> oh. great, great grandchildren and ask them for money, and they'll give it to you.
1: Yeah, if I could get a hold of my great grandchildren, I well, would demand my payment. I'm honest, that's what they're doing. You know, this is. <laughs> it, have to have grandchildren certainly, <laughs> uh, President Biden
2: didn't invest in, in, you know, invent deficit spending, but he certainly is enjoying it. All right, we've got you, Stan. Thanks, Thank Stan. you. Appreciate the call. We'll take a quickie break. 1-800-795-9565. One of our listeners sends us a text and says, good morning. Everyone is condemning our great President Joe Biden taking on Putin. You need to wait and see if the talks work. Not coming to an unconclu- unknown conclusion isn't the right thing to do, All right. So we, well, we our conclusions know. are not unknown. We know what our conclusions are. Well, maybe I, I, I had to ad lib some of that. Oh, okay. One 9565 We got some emails. We'll read those on the radio. But we are the live telephone talk show. Callers get highest priority, except Tom, who's still irritated at us. But everybody else gets on the radio right away. One 795 seven nine five. Don't laugh. <laughs> Poor Tom. <laughs> Not exactly, but anyway, we'll be right
5: back. (laughs)
2: Anytime you announce, I'm going to get in trouble if I don't do what my handlers tell me to
1: do. And you're, you're the President of the United States. Get, that doesn't exactly some, exude strength, does you're it? You're going to get some criticism up here. One of our texters says... Wait for the results of the Putin-Biden talks. Laughing out loud, the old, dementia-riddled old fool gave away the store. Okay, and, now this. and then our friend Doug says, what is going on with Biden now as our supposed president is no different than what happened during the campaign and election. The Democratic Party, the media, and big tech is telling Joe, we'll take care of everything and make you look good. Just don't screw it up. That's exactly what happened during the campaign. They said we'll get you elected. Just stay hidden and keep your mouth shut. It's so obvious, and you're lying to yourself if you think Biden is really running this country. Well, that's signed by Doug. Weren't the Republicans running uh, President Trump? Well, I, do you think anybody runs Donald Trump? No, I, just... I think if they ran Donald Trump, they'd have shut his mouth a long time ago. <laughs> <laughs> no, I'm just harassing you. Okay. Well, I, you know, I I don't think anybody was running Donald Trump. Maybe one they should have. one 800
2: 795 We are talking about the outcome of uh, the uh, Vladimir well, the Joe this, Biden summit. Go ahead, Chris.
4: Well, the stupidity of all your dementia comments are, is beneath contempt so I won't say anything about it. Ah, how do you like that? Answer, <laughs> you just did say I something about just it. Did. I, I just pointed that out, too, didn't I? Yes. Right. <laughs> Thank Don't you. Don't you listen?
1: We're listening. Go ahead, Chris. <laughs>
4: okay. But I guess you guys really liked it better when uh, Trump stood up there and uh, asked for help in the election from the Russians and the KKK and the, liked it. If if people said nice things about me, why shouldn't I say nice things about them? And fawning over the dictators, and insulting our allies, and elbowing his way to the front of the photo line and pump, pump, pumping out his chest—you liked all those things about Trump. Not to mention the, the let's let's say Putin's report. I Putin said very strongly that he did not interfere with our elections. Uh, despite what our, uh, uh, and then choosing uh, to believe him over our intelligence agencies.
1: Uh, we've hashed I mean, all that, that really stuff.
4: I really just exuded strength all over the place. All right,
1: so tell me, tell me how, how uh, Joe Biden has corrected that impression, how he exuded strength, because I don't see it.
4: Because he apparently told them that, hey, we have some common interests, and if we fight each other, you're going to uh, be in big trouble.
1: Oh, wow. Oh, that's, that's really that, what
4: he told him, right? That
1: would have me shaking in my shoes if well, I were Putin.
4: He was specific about uh, what kind of cyber threats we can do, we can do make, too.
1: Yeah, and he said there are 16 areas that are off limits, but everything else, go ahead and hack us.
4: No, no, no. No, that's, no, that's what, what he. Said. Well,
1: then that that was implicit in his saying that there that were was sixteen maybe things.
4: Implicit, but it wasn't what he said.
1: Okay, well. I, I
4: mean, don't you want it
1: to? I don't want them hacking us at all, and if right, they do, we hack right. them back.
4: But you start where you start, and you get the important things first. And then you work from there. So, in other words, right?
1: what I've given him is a list of things no, that really words, can. That's not words
4: exactly what I said.
1: What what he has been given now is a list of things that he knows we're vulnerable at and that we don't want no, touched. No, That's no, not yes, true yes, at all, yes, yes,
4: Joe.
2: Not true, Joe. You know it. Joe,
4: there's no more vulnerable than we We were uh, under Trump, right? So far. Hopefully they were hard and up. Things, yeah, probably less so.
1: You would have to agree with me that Trump wouldn't have given them a list of 16 things that they shouldn't touch. He, he, would, have he, them, touch he would have told them don't touch anything. He would have told them don't touch anything, wouldn't he? You've got to admit that he would have told them don't touch anything.
4: Yeah, and no, I don't, I don't <laughs> think he, said, he would have said that at all. Well, I do. Said, well, anything democratic, go ahead and hurt.
2: Well, Joe Joe McGranahan would like to start an escalation and, and still, of cyber attacking. And, now, that would and, be ridiculous.
4: And, you know, the, 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 the Trump thing is starting to look more like an attempted coup all the time. Look at the emails that were going on that have been released. Look at, at what he was trying to do with the Justice Department and have them invest uh, Italian cellulites changing uh, Italian votes pure insanity and it was pure insanity and it's still pure insanity and the republicans are pushing russian propaganda and the russians are pushing republican propaganda
1: so you're accusing me all the time of deflecting and here you are deflecting yourself you're saying that joe biden is good because trump was bad that's no, not I'm saying not. that trump was good that biden was good
4: I, I, I'm saying that Stan is all worked up over complete nonsense about Biden and his own little fantasies of dementia and all that junk, and that that and he seemed to be quite happy with the way Trump w- went with w- went with Putin by comparison. And you even were praising. Trump, in
1: some ways, that way, or at least refusing to criticize him. Well, I, I wait, wait, whoa, 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 I'll criticize him. He should have never said he accepted Putin's um, assertions over our own intelligence department. I mean, he he was and dead what, wrong and, doing that, dead wrong.
4: And did you say that the, at least uh, they didn't, Biden did better than Biden did better than uh, Trump did with Putin?
1: No, I don't think he no, did at you all.
4: Didn't say that, did you?
1: No, and I don't think he did. I honestly oh, don't he think he did. Clearly did, did Joe. <laughs>
4: and well, by the way, uh, those, those, uh, just like you can't seem to affect the Republican Party can't accept facts, and they don't, they don't want the investigation because they're guilty.
1: What investigation? We're talking about how the how the president did and with Putin. What investigation? 6th, oh, okay. So you're beating that.
4: an issue. A, Of of, uh, that's uh, that's you guys pushing each other's propaganda, Putin and Republican Party, and they're both wrong, and the election thing and the big lie, they're both wrong, and both parties are Putin and the Republican Party are pushing both of them, and they but they they say it's a they say the FBI was behind things, they say all sorts of things, but let's have an investigation. Oh no, we can't do that, because if they have a bipartisan investigation it'll give them it'll it'll make it look like hey this might be true what they find cuz it was bipartisan right. so they only want a one a democratic run investigation. Listen, I, I agree with you that they, they, should have had
1: the, I, they, should, they should have had the bipartisan the investigation, but that has End nothing to Earth. do with Joe so Biden's performance at the like summit, has Trump. nothing to do with Joe Biden's performance at the summit, you know. So you're deflecting all you want to deflect. Oh, you're the deflector-in-chief. You're the deflector-in-chief. But you can't admit you, that, you, you know? can't admit that Biden exuded the weakness. W- you can't admit that, and he did. What? Uh, he exuded weakness. He was not tough and strong. He
4: did not exude any weakness at all that I saw.
1: Well, you need to open your eyes then.
4: Well, what, what? What was weak?
1: The fact that he said, had a list of sixteen things you don't touch. The no. fact that he, called, he calls he calls the guy a killer. Weak. He calls the guy a killer beforehand, and then he the day before. Well, he's a worthy adversary. Is he a, a worthy, worthy adversary, adversary or a killer?
4: Uh, a bad guy can be a worthy adversary. And so, make him less and Trump make him not a killer.
1: Trump cozied up to him. You don't think Biden cozied up to him? Sure, he did. All right, we'll give you no. the last word, Chris. <laughs> come on, Chris, be no, fair. I don't
4: think he cozied up to him. Be fair, Chris.
1: He gave him a serious talk. <laughs> he gave him a serious talk. Did he take him out he to he the woodshed? A Did he say he was going to take him out behind the barn and beat the crap out of him the way he said he was going to do to President Trump? Joe, come on, clean it up a little <laughs> bit. Here. Well, that's the word he used, wasn't it? Anyway, moving on. Chris,
2: <laughs> wrap up. Go ahead.
4: Uh, wrap up. You Republicans are so far out the lunch <laughs> on, on being able to accept any factual thing from science, climate warming,
2: elections. Oh,
4: it's, it's the sun. If the sun gets stronger, that's what caused climate warming.
2: That's They're why North Joe wanted to be put in charge of
4: volcanoes. In 2005, uh, the climate, the earth has been trapping 50% more oh. heat than they did previously because of lack of ice reflection and increased cloud cover. Well, your deflections know no no end. Science is just pathetic.
1: Okay.
2: okay. <laughs> All right. We got you, Chris. Thank you so much for calling in. All points. Excellent. Yeah, excellent and, deflection, and, Chris.
1: You you certainly get the award for that. I, oh. Well, what did I deflect,
2: Joe? <laughs> Nothing. He, you didn't deflect. He just he can't deflected. stand the truth. Joe can't handle the truth. All right. Read
1: right here, right here, right here. Okay. Wow. What calls? With 7.5 more years of Biden, Harris, I don't think you right-wing radicals are going to survive. BTW, congrats, by, the by the way, congratulations on not making callers wait for eternity while you two use up the airtime. Salute, signed Tom. All right, 1800-795-956. Say, hey, Tom, here's a clue for you. Oh, here we People go. People called. You want to get on the air, you got to okay, dial the Okay, so number. the
2: other day when Tom called her, we made him wait for 18 minutes, and then he that finally came. That was sad. Came. We should not have made him wait that long. All right, well said. Thank you. Yeah, we made a mistake. one 800 And we apologize, Tom. <laughs>
1: We are is profoundly op- sorry. Is that one of your fakey apologies, or is that a real one? That's a Joe Biden
2: apology. Oh, I don't think he's apologized for anything yet. Well, he's been running. Oh, no, he did. Didn't he, he did. walk
1: back after he chastised that reporter yesterday? Yes, he did. He said he was being a wise guy. <laughs> <laughs> his Even his terms a, relate wise, to the 60s. A wise guy. Oh, that's funny. All right. <laughs> he's going to get
2: his 57 Chevy and run you over. Hey, he is. All 800 we got open phones. Whoever calls us gets on the radio right away. one 800 we are talking about uh, how satisfactory President Biden did yesterday, but uh, Joe says he did quite poorly. Uh, we are talking, uh, actually, I guess a natural comparison will be how President Trump did under similar circumstances. So what's your view on that? And, of course, the media uh, has different varying views depending upon which reportage you look at as to how that went. What's your opinion about that? We talked about the Shikolami School Board. Earlier, and their very difficult decision uh, to have to cut expenses in the manner they did. Some very well meaning and uh, ultra smart uh, school board members made the decision they made, so we uh, can talk about that. And uh, let's see what oh, Juneteenth was mentioned one time today. So give us a call if you'd like to weigh in on these topics. We got nearly open phones 1 eight hundred seven nine five nine five six five. 795 9565. Welcome back to the
1: KOK Live Telephone Talk Show on the mark on the topic of the Chicotomy School District. So it's good Good morning, uh, guys. My opinion on the furlough of Shikilimi workers. You have two people, both superintendents, making together about $250,000 plus health insurance, and they work an average of maybe 60 hours a week each. 120 hours will get you two people, and they probably will never see the kids in all the schools. Versus 60 workers, their job is hands-on for the kids. Very hard workers, but because we need highly skilled, highly paid office people, 60 people will lose their job. No, I'm not one of the workers, just a Shaquille school taxpayer. Yeah, what's uh, is, is it worth it? You pay
2: a superintendent $40 an hour, but you pay a support worker who works with kids $15, well, less than $15 an hour. You don't think so either? We, okay, well, I didn't I, th- think we so.
1: Have a whole, the whole argument, then, would be about training and education and what the job entails. I got you. All right, Harry, you're on the mark.
9: Hey, guys, how are you today? I'd, l- I'd like to talk a little bit about Biden, and I think... Um, On on both sides, large points are being missed, and especially when I hear, uh, you know, and and Chris's uh, discussion just literally uh, completely confused me. But the simple fact of the matter is one of the things that I would hear from people before uh, the last election was, well, I don't like the way that other countries perceive us and our leadership. And that was one of the things they had against Trump. The one thing for all the things that Donald Trump was or was not, he was never wishy-washy or weak. And and I think that what Biden showed yesterday was he used the supposed meeting with the summit meeting with Putin as a photo op. And Putin used it as a policy way to say, look, I'm going to just spit in your eye and we're not <laughs> listening to anything you say anyhow. We're going to go through it. But Biden had nothing of substance that he could look at and say, look, we got something done. Uh, because there is nothing that got done. And I didn't expect great things to come out of this yesterday anyhow. But the whole thing with Joe Biden is his entire presidency is really just pretty much a photo op and a reward for Joe's longtime <laughs> service in Washington and and his handlers. And that's what's happening when you have a president who every time he's talking to reporters says, "Oh, I'm getting going to get in trouble if I go out of order," right?
2: <laughs> really? or I,
9: yeah. yeah, got... I mean, what have we become?
2: He has to that's stop saying a... that, even if it isn't yeah. or is or isn't true. It certainly would behoove him to stop saying that. I am, look, be- I am just a puppet here. <laughs> Whatever they tell yeah. me to do, that's what I do.
4: Yeah, but he I could. Think he, that's
9: he... What, what bothers me about the whole thing yesterday, and I was off yesterday, so I saw a couple reports on it. I saw uh i saw some of putin's uh press conference while i was on the exercise bike at uh at planet fitness yesterday and and quite frankly he used it as a way to to further his agenda for biden it was pretty much a photo op saying look i told you i'd stand up to him well he didn't he shook his hand and he looked him in the eye Eh, i'm not really all that impressed
2: and you know in the meeting he didn't stand up to him
9: i i don't think so i mean I I honestly, if he would have, then it would have behooved him to sit there in front of, or sit or stand in front of reporters and say, this is what we talked about, this is what we have to have done, this is what will be done. And that didn't happen. So to me, that tells me there was really... I find it hard to believe that anything of substance occurred. Well,
1: you know what would have happened? Uh, Vladimir would have had his list of reporters he wanted to call on, and they would be the ones who would ask a tough question of of Biden. And so he didn't want a tough press, didn't want a joint press conference because he didn't want to be able to not control who was called on because his handlers would be upset.
9: If If he is the elected, there are no elected leaders, but if he's the elected official of this country, Suppose that the leader of the greatest free state I think the greatest country in the world and he can't he can't be trusted to answer hard questions, then what in the hell is he doing in that office?
1: I agree. I completely agree. But he got away with it because the American people didn't hold his feet to the fire during the campaign.
9: Well, no, he got away with it during the campaign because it really didn't matter who ran. It was an A B T election. It was anybody right. but Trump. Yeah, well you're right.
4: Election.
2: Yeah, they, Let's be honest. They they yep, no that's what it was. President Trump was such a bad leader that it made it easier for Joe Biden to get in, and Democrats made well, sure that he didn't get another and, term. And I
9: don't know that he was a bad leader. Like I say, there were a lot of things to like and dislike about Trump, but I did like the fact that that in all ways you knew where America stood. It may not have been where everything was was that like you or I may have agreed with but. But by God, he stood up there and he said, this is what this administration is going to do. I kind of missed
1: that. (laughs) (laughs) Well, you know, when he made a promise, President Trump kept it. He was not an equivocator, you know. And and I didn't like him personally, but I I did admire that about him, that when he said something, he meant it. Yeah, one of our good listeners always pointed out he was a man of action.
9: (laughs) (laughs) Well, and I I don't have a problem with that. I think that's what... What I think it uh, we need more of that now I'm not saying he was right and I will not sit here and tell you that I think he was the greatest president we ever had but it is not to my way of thinking he's far from the worst and and uh, but right now what I see is inaction and many times inaction is as bad as as bad or worse as doing nothing and and I I just see a lot of posturing and a lot of posing and it and it's not Any other thing other than just to look good in a picture or to have everybody say, oh, Uncle Joe's a nice guy. I don't want him to be a nice guy. I want him to be a good president. All
2: right. Thank you so much, Harry. Thank you. Thanks, Harry. Appreciate Take the call. Care, guys. Take care. 1 800 795 9565 is our telephone number. 1 800 795 9565. You can email us at onthemark at w- k- o- k- dot com and text us at 70236. Include the keyword OTM at the beginning of the text. We're talking about the big summit in Geneva where President Joe Biden got to talk face to face for a couple of two, three, four hours with uh, Vladimir Putin and. Um, What's your view on how they made out? Lots of folks think uh, the president did satisfactorily. Lots of folks think uh, that he did not do as well. Our president did. Okay. So what's your view? We've heard primarily folks not happy with Joe Biden's, uh, well, being elected in the first place, his service up to now, why he's there, who, whose puppet he is, and how he did yesterday, not happy. And uh, well, I guess there's one or two of us out there that's, that stay in the course. All eight hundred seven nine five nine. 795 Bob, thanks for waiting a short time. You are now on the mark.
10: Yeah, I'm glad to see the rights using the same uh, stunt that the left did last year about the photo op with Biden and uh, Trump. But the reason I'm calling is, you know, the first overseas trip Donald Trump done was went to Saudi Arabia and signed an agreement to give them military arms, guns, fighting stuff to, to take on war. Okay. Biden is trying to make peace around the world,
2: so thus bolstering U.S. manufacturing. What's wrong with that?
10: Well, we're not trying to give milita- We're not trying to give weapons away to countries that are going to use them to kill. Innocent people.
1: Have I don't they, think have so. they done that? Over oil. Has Saudi oil money? How many innocent and people has Saudi Arabia killed just out of besides curiosity? Besides, Saudi weapons? Arabia
2: doesn't use their weapons uh, to attack people. They use it to defend themselves.
1: themselves right.
10: Well, it's still, there's a, a big difference as far as the way that Biden's handling his beginning administration and how trump well handled you his. do
1: recall that when president trump announced he was going to pull troops out of afghanistan it was the democrats who were opposed to that you do remember that don't you bob
10: well maybe there was a reason that it was too soon the people weren't ready for it
1: well i think president trump was trying to make peace you just said that that's a good thing about biden well, but you don't think it was a good thing with trump but
10: just not at the same time that. Uh, Trump wanted it all out because it was, it could. Who knows what's going to backfire once our military is leaving these countries.
1: Okay, well then, how how does so, Biden know the same thing? <laughs> so should we be involved in wars or not? <laughs> should we leave the countries
10: oh, or stay hey, there? You know, I wish it could be a peaceful world where every sure. country could just live and be peaceful. But I agree. It's not that way because there's so many. Uh, terroristic uh, communist countries out there that want to rule the world. And that was, as far as I'm concerned, uh, Mark read half of my text this morning about uh, Joe Biden and uh, talks with Russia and Trump. When Trump was over there, Trump was Putin's puppet, you know. (laughs) He did whatever uh, (laughs) Putin wanted him to do. And he asked him, you know, to make our election. He tried to make our country communist. That's why they had those riots down in Washington D.C. is was trying to make our country a communist country.
1: Who was? And he
10: asked, you know, he asked <laughs> President Russia to interfere Trump? in our election. <laughs> he asked China to interfere in our elections. God only knows who else he did. Ukraine, probably. And that's why our country is where it is today, where people don't even trust our elections. They think it's, it's all rigged. You know, uh, I'm sorry, but people voted, and if they can't accept it, then too bad. Vote again next time. There's an election.
1: Okay. Fair enough. All right, we no, got you. Thank, thank you, Bob. Yep.
2: Thank you. You're welcome.
10: Have a good day. You yeah. Too.
2: Appreciate that. All right. Last caller before a quickie break.
1: Al, you're on the mark.
11: Yeah, uh, Leonard Steinhard, your CNN guy.
1: Steinhorn, and he's CBS, not CNN. But other than oh, that. But other than that.
11: CBS. <laughs> well, I'm, I knew you could correct me, but the the guy you had on yesterday reported wrong on what Trump said about Putin that he believed Putin. What Trump said is Putin believes his own lie and that's his story and he's sticking to it. Basically, that's what Trump told us. We're not gonna get him to admit the truth, but that's what Putin believed is his own story and it's a lie. And Trump was just pointing out the fact that that he knows Putin has got the lie down pat and he's not gonna change his story.
1: That's an interesting take. I'm not certain I heard that. I heard it. we
11: on two ears, but...
1: Okay, well...
11: Uh, and then I, I... just That's just what I got from him a long, long time ago, and I wanted to point that out because it kind of irked me that he started out wrong. Anyways, in my eyes. Anyways, uh, I divided uh, 63 the 500,000, And it's approximately $8,000 an employee is going to have to take a cut to save that $500,000 that they're trying to save in Chickalemie School District.
2: Okay, and what would you do?
11: I would probably take some of that money we're wasting and and see if you couldn't get some uh, savings elsewhere (laughs) in the school district.
2: Where are we wasting and where is the savings?
11: Well, I'm, I'm talking the whole country wastes a lot of money.
2: Oh, I gotcha. Okay, why not.
11: We get, yeah, why couldn't you know? We, you just did another holiday, and I think they say one holiday cost the federal government. What do you guys say? Five hundred million dollars a day? Well,
1: wow, six hundred million. That's what Joe says, but I don't that's, believe it. That's the estimate from the government accounting so office. They, no, they
11: just,
1: that's they from just Fox News. <laughs> out
11: today, and they could have divvied it out for our education of our children. Okay. But they took them out of school a day and then they, you know, if you ever had a job and were demoted and wanted to take more pay, how demeaning is that?
1: Incidentally, in case you, you, I don't know what you heard, but I just looked it up because it didn't strike me as being accurate. But this is from the BBC. It says, President Putin says it's not Russia. I don't see any reason why it would be. That's the quote from President Trump. Not he believes his own lies, so I don't know where you heard that, but the, even the BBC reports, and that's the way I remember, President Putin says it's not Russia, I don't see any reason why it would be. That's what Putin said. No, that's what Trump said. Oh, President okay. Trump said, President Putin says it's not Russia, I don't see any reason why it would be. So, And that's meddling in U.S. elections. So that's well, what that's, he said.
11: That's not, whole, that's not the whole thing, I saw it live.
1: Well, this is this is BBC, and you didn't apparently hear that part of it.
11: Well, also Sky News from Australia on today is saying that Putin said yesterday that it was very nice that uh, B- President Biden was talking about his mom and everything. But that really had no relevance in their three-hour meeting that was two hours short.
1: Right. Well, and, and John McCain said no prior president has ever abased himself more abjectly before a tyrant. So he didn't exactly well, get universal have, praise there.
3: I agree to
11: President Trump that knows how to fight than a senile old president that was just uh, propped up and put in office.
2: All right. Okay. We got you, Al. Anything else? Okay. Huh? Thank you, sir. Thanks for calling in. Thanks, All right. Right. Uh, To Quickie Break, we got it open lines 1 eight hundred seven 795 9565. We'll be right back. All right, we got our last caller getting lined up. Joe, uh, reader's choice, where do you right. want to go?
1: Larry G., our friend from Texas, says, I thought one of the more important things to come from yesterday's meeting between the President and Mr. Putin was Putin's comments about our media. His comment was on the U.S. media, either they don't understand the damage they're doing to their own country, in which case they are simply stupid, or they understand everything, in which case they are dangerous and corrupt. Yeah, that wasn't from yesterday, though. That's what well, that was from Trump's
2: first I don't know. meeting with Putin. I think 2016. I'm just reading it what Larry G sent us. Right. Well, no, Putin said it, and he was being sympathetic towards President Trump because Trump, of course, doesn't didn't have favorable oh, coverage in Putin's the mainstream puppet. in the mainstream media, <laughs> and so uh, Vladimir Putin said he could. I believe he said, "I could never operate that way." You know that uh, if well, the media just, was he'd against just me, kill him. Well, <laughs> there is that to it, but I think he was expressing sympathy for President Trump, who was trying to get things done. And of course, the media wasn't with him, and that was uh, right after President Trump came in office, as I recall. Mark, you're on the mark.
10: Uh, so I got in late today. Um, that
11: pipeline that uh, Biden approved for Russia to run their gas and oil to uh, the rest of Europe—that's going to make uh, Russia much more stronger and richer and uh, i just don't understand that uh, and his economic policies do you understand them
1: nope <laughs> okay
11: okay all right i'll just let well, uh, is there anything else you want to ask me
1: <laughs> uh, well, well, i'll
11: turn that around on you i just don't understand i t- total chaos is going on down there and the border situation how uh, the how uh, uh, the american people are, are just looking the other way on that border with all the drugs and everything coming across it's just
2: well, I don't uh, think then,
11: uh, uh, Kamala Harris will be down
2: there. I don't think the American people are looking the other way, but it's certain that the president and his vice president are.
1: Well, Kamala yeah. won't
2: go anywhere near the place. I mean, <laughs> if she went near <laughs> it, she'd have safe. to do something. It's about not it. safe. There's 140,000 <laughs> people coming over the border. That's the last yeah, place. She doesn't
1: want looking. to be with all those people, those illegal immigrants. She doesn't know what they might do. Well, you did. All right,
8: thank you, guys.
9: Yeah, yeah you finished
1: us off, Mark. Thanks. Well, my retirement okay. shortened week and start, so I'll oh, see you Monday. Right. Uh, ben will be back tomorrow. We don't know if we'll have another
2: guest on the show. We'll let you know. Uh, and we have some texts we didn't get to, and we will read an email that we didn't get to. And we have a caller who's going to be on hold until tomorrow. So, everybody, think, every you have a good weekend. You do. This is WDK, OK Sunbury, 10 o'clock.